I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Deborah Partis on the line, and she is a radio host over at Pause Podcast and also a facilitator and partner at Blue Fire Leadership. Uh, Deborah, welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be here. So I'm excited to get more into, of course, your podcast. I love recommending great podcasts, and I want to get a little bit more into Pause Podcast and what you're doing over there, and of course, um, learn more about Blue Fire Leadership. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and in your career? I started paying attention to what I love most, which was uh, engaging with people. When I got out of college, I went straight to the streets and became a tour guide and a location scout and just stayed out in the world. I'm not kind of cubbyhole person. But after 13 years of, of doing music on the road, I was a performing songwriter um, based out of San Francisco after New York. Um, I really started understanding the power of connection and engagement with audiences, small and large. And that took me on a journey to, to, to figure out how to apply my love of, of people and of story uh, in a professional way. So the first stop was a nonprofit stop. I made a a nonprofit called Artists for Literacy, which still exists, which focuses on adult literacy and using art inspired by literature to connect uh, low-level readers to great works of, of, of literature. Um, and that really positioned me for, away from being a performing artist to being more of an executive. So I kind of wore my big girl shoes a little bit and kind of stepped into that world, which allowed me to transition comfortably into the uh, kind of the branding, marketing, advertising world where I took my skills as an audience understander to and understanding, you know, Gartner's multiple intelligences, I really started saying I can apply all these skills to the, to the branding world. So I really enjoyed that transition because I had fun. I was still with people, and I had an agency in San Francisco for about four years uh, focusing on, on branding and marketing and, and telling messages and getting people's story out there. Um, and most recently, I was, I was really compelled to – merge my love of audience to my love of information. So in 2007, I started Get Smart Radio, uh, which was a live podcast in, in uh, San Francisco that I moved it over to Los Angeles. And I created experiences for people that ultimately were available as archives on a podcast, but they were live. So I think the theme of my whole career is FaceTime, like getting in front of people's faces and being, being engaging and, and engaging people. Um, so that's kind of the, the, the thread of everything. I started a pause podcast um, most recently to address sort of a women's health crisis that, you know, 6,000 women a day are joining the forces of menopause and none of them know what to do and there's a real gap of information. So I was able to get some sponsors and do that podcast. Um, I guess another formative thing I could say that helped me get to where I am today is uh, I started a, uh, a program called Arresting Knowledge, which is about news literacy, and I did a tour um, a couple summers ago to teach news literacy to people during the crisis during the election where a lot of people were confused about messages. And that, again, reinforced the idea of once you get people in the room, things can happen. So as much as we all love running through our feeds and reading our, our favorite newspapers, real learning happens um, 
at the core level of, of good communication and, and, and when, when there's good retention, that's when you start behavioral change. So all this stuff has led me to become a great facilitator um, in the corporate world because I just fused my enthusiasm for, you know, the kumbaya moment where we're connected, but also the, the real return on investment, which is let's get together and, and spend smart time and get some good results. So that's kind of the where I'm sitting right now is in a really great hybrid of, of loving uh, performance and engagement at that um, level of, of um, I guess you can call it, uh, uh, exceptional um, experiences where people are not just led down a road of like, you know, rules and regulations and you have to obey and learn this structure and that structure. It's more open-ended, it's more humanistic. And then also looking at the demands of the marketplace and seeing what's what's needed in the corporate space. So, I hope that answers your question. <laughs> no, that that's awesome. And I and and I want to get more into Blue Fire leadership, but briefly, I want to just spend a little bit more time on the podcast. So, first off, um, what's the format like? How long are episodes? How often do you receive? Uh, do you release? Um, do you release new content just so that the audience has it has a good feel for it? Absolutely. Well, the the podcast was a live podcast held in Los Angeles. Originally, so the, the format that, uh, was a two-hour show that was edited down to one hour. So you can go to pausepodcast.com or pause podcast at any of the, the, the providers you use to get your podcast. And you can hear an hour show, which is a, a combo of the guest and then some stories that we curated and then the audience's questions. And we have three of those online right now um, that are broken up into different shorter shows because we took the stories out and offered them as their own mm-hmm. shows. Pause podcast now is transitioning. We're moving away from the focus of, of women's health to the, a larger focus of conversations at the crossroads. So focusing on, on individuals um, over 50 who are really enjoying and the challenges and the opportunities that lay ahead. So really digging into people's life stories and what's going on for them at the physiological level, the psychological level, the spiritual level, the intellectual level. So it's going to be a nice, I have some really good guests lined up and that's going to be not live, it's going to be uh, more of a format that you're doing, Adam, so it's more conversations and then editing them down to some, some great, great, great stories. That's awesome. Um, let's switch it up. I want to talk more about Blue Fire Leadership. So what, what, what kind of things are you working on over there? So Blue Fire Leadership has been around uh, effectively since 2014, and we're, we're, we're having such a great time kind of looking at what opportunities are right in front of us right now. Most organizations are having trouble in a few very specific areas with uh, communication, uh, with diversity, um, and with just accountability. Um, so we're focusing on workshops that lift people off their chairs into activity, a lot of simulation learning, a lot of experiential learning. So we're working with very large organizations like Kaiser Permanente and a, a lot of banks and a lot of municipalities like San Diego Department of Health. And we're working with organizations to customize off-sites or on-sites, if they could do it during the day, to really um, engage leaders and teams together to solve some, some basic problems. So we're working on a ton of, of cool ideas right now. But most importantly, I think every time an organization takes a breath and says, what's going on internally? What can we do about improving our communication and our engagement and our productivity? That's when we step in and say, hey, let's try this, this, and this. And we're, we're having great results. And it kind of in terms of um, getting back to how people start and, and move through their careers, this has always been about, you know, great communication um, across differences. 
And so that's really the focus of Blue Fire is like how do we celebrate all the voices in the room and, and really get some measured um, success stories out of our, the programs that we run. That's awesome. And um, in terms of, you know, your vision overall for um, your, your engagement with Blue Fire leadership, I mean, how, how often do you find that, I guess what I'm trying to say is, what kind of feedback do you get from the, from the kind of trainings that you're doing? Because the one thing I notice is that when people are doing great work, and I know you are, I mean, I can tell, um, that your clients, like, they come back to you, they come back with, you know, feedback, and what kind of things do people normally tell you? You got any good stories for me? Well, we're actually really um, committed to to getting feedback because you don't you don't retain clients, you know, by showing up and kind of doing your thing and, and assuming that they love you. You have to really engage that that level of, of reflection back, and, and we debrief throughout the programs. Actually, we do a lot of mm-hmm. debriefs to let people know what just happened. Um, I guess one of my favorite stories that I tell is I, I, I had a program with a, a large music company and we were working with 40 HR people and, and, and our team was really having a great time with them. And by the evening, we did something called a sort of a corporate show and tell where people brought objects to talk about, to share, you know, that part of themselves after a very rigorous day of, of work. And the next morning, the, the, the head of the HR reflected back to us in a, in a celebrity interview I did with him in front of the whole team. And he said, you know, he had known his assistant for nine years, but he never knew she was a skydiver uh, on weekends. And that's uh. what he shared during show and tell. And what was happening in that moment for all of us was what kind of culture do they share in the workplace that allows for these things to go missed where you don't know someone at such a basic level? Because that means she's a risk taker. She's an adventurer. She take, she's somebody who, you know, is definitely not a couch potato. And that's how she, you know, the way we do one thing is the way we do everything. So it would have been very helpful for him. And he knew that when he said this to us. He said, I wish I had known for the last nine years. That's how she spends her weekend. So I think Blue Fire tries to create a, a, a culture of, of inclusivity, but also a, a culture of, of closeness where people know about you in, in, a, in an appropriate way so they can, they can see the whole person. That's awesome, um, and that, that's wonderful. So if somebody's listening and they want more information on Blue Fire Leadership, what's the best way for them to get it and to connect with you? Uh, well, the website is great. We just launched a new one. It's bluefireleadership.com, and they can always find me on LinkedIn at Deborah Pardes. Um, we love uh, talking to people at Ground Zero where they're just thinking maybe they want something cool for their retreat or maybe they want a retreat. We can do a whole two-day. We can do just a morning session. We include a lot of different programs inside of it, like rhythm, and, and uh, we really delve into uh, how the body and mind and everything. Not too California, I promise, but we really focus on building programs that have an arc to them so that by the end of the day or end of the two days, people have really immersed into a, a change. So our website shows a lot about that, bluefireleadership.com, um, and it's such an amazing time for people to find each other because there are so many ways to do that. <laughs> We're a very accessible society, so I hope people do reach out. That's awesome. Um, so, hey, Deborah, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing more about your background, your podcast, and also um, your podcast, Pause Podcast, and also um, all the great work you're doing over at uh, Blue Fire Leadership. So thank you for that. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, Deborah, thanks again for coming on the show. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Such a great time to to connect. I appreciate your time.
Thank you.